everyone, it's Madison here with another very special installment of the Grounded Podcast for you awesome humans. This episode is sponsored by Flex Tape, the fast working and super strong tape that can be used for any temporary emergency repair. It works wet or dry, hot or cold, and even in water. Get Flex Tape today and be prepared for all the leaks and cracks that life can throw your way. Today, we're joined by my close cousin, Miranda Torres. She's 24 years old graduated with an art degree from the University of Arkansas in 2017 and is ready to share her experiences with subjectivity and objectivity in the art world. I'm super excited to learn more about her perspective on this topic, so without further ado, let's get into it. School definitely gave me, like, here's how to concentrate that into, like, a skill. Here's how to, like, take that and make multiples of it and do it in a fast-paced way that Mm. can be used for my career you know like commissions and stuff like that so right so it kind of like taught you that like process and that like building of you know being able to like repeat something like you said a numerous amount of times and like kind of master that skill Um, yeah exactly like everybody at one point can kind of get a little bit lazy a little bit uninspired and School definitely taught me how to, like, take that and just push it and just keep going and practice your craft. Like, so I remember them telling me it's like a muscle. If you don't exercise it, you won't ever lose it, but it, it, can, it can be a lot more toned. You know, if I draw every day and I paint every day and do something artistic every day is a good thing rather than only doing it when I feel like it ever have like a setting um where you had a personal experience with subjectivity in art like the educational aspect of art subject like a subject matter that i found educational uh so like subjectivity in a way where maybe like a teacher that you had that showed a personal preference like they have their own style and so they view your art in a different way a subject like a specific type of art or like a subject that they taught me or like um subjectivity basically is when somebody views a certain thing in a particular way that fits their own kind of views and their beliefs so maybe like a teacher can grade your your art differently than somebody else just because they favor the the artist's style or the way that they went about a certain like thing um, oh yeah, totally. yeah okay now I understand because to- that happened and that's what I mean like there's a lot of different teachers that I learned a lot of different things from so mm-hmm. some teachers we got all because we had very similar like ways of looking at art and stuff like that right. and then were t- and I loved that and they drew you know they inspired me they pushed me and they and I would excel in those classes and then there was other teachers who were totally different and like we were we couldn't be more opposite in a way we look at art that we would clash so much but every time that happened it would be really good for me and it would be like it would drive me to like prove my point further like this is what you know because a lot of teachers that disagreed with me would be like why did you do that well why would you put that there why would you make it look like that it's like because and I would tell them here's why because they were just trying to get me to think you're always going to have people who aren't always going to agree with agree with you in your art and ask questions and be skeptical. So you're going to have to be prepared to stick by your own beliefs and whatever and all that stuff because that's true to you. So I guess I don't. I hope that answers your question. Like it just, I I had a lot of different teachers who either were exactly like me and we bonded and we grew and we were like, yes, yes, we're doing it. This is great. This is awesome. 
versus some teachers who were like, mm, I don't get it, and I don't know why you did that, and I don't like it, but why did you do it? And then if yeah. I explained yeah. it and stuck by it, they I would still get an A or something like that. So it was just like, well, you see that you proved me wrong, and that's all they ever wanted sometimes. And there, that, there's a difference between teachers that I disagreed with that were trying to teach me and teachers who were just stubborn in their own ways. So there, right. <laughs> there were a couple yeah. teachers that were like that where they just were like, well, I don't like it, so you get a C or something like that. Like, <laughs> Honestly, it's like I feel like it's what makes art so unique in an aspect that like no other field of study or you know things that you can learn. Like there's just it's so unique to it, just because there's not a right or wrong answer. Like there exactly. there's not a way to measure. Oh, this is correct or this is incorrect. Like math can or things like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's such a that's why like the whole like subjective and objective kind of experience for me has like really been brought to my attention over the years just especially with like starting studio and stuff and how even your teacher you said um I like your perspective of how it was more constructive than deconstructive um Uh you know in in your you know uh version of interpreting what the the teacher was saying and you were like well this just makes me want to you know make sure that I have the story behind what I'm doing because that's like a professor that came and reviewed our uh, work yesterday for a final review he came and he said you know what what does any of this mean if you don't have a story behind it if you can't tell people and express like why you did this what why you made those choices and like what makes your your work something that should be tantalizing or something that draws our attention and is worth our time so it's it's really cool to hear that like um you have those like positive experiences with it um for sure from the ones that you know wanted to be more uh constructive and and to guide you um through the negative you know so it it is hard it was a lot of those even the teachers who were just being kind of impulsively um emotional like oh I, I just don't like it like I don't understand why you're so you know even you'd be surprised like uh even a lot of those art teachers were like well you're just so different you're so out there and I just don't I'm, I'm uncomfortable so I don't like it. it's like what you're an art teacher like, <laughs> I feel like if I'm supposed to be more open in anything and out there for anybody it would be for for an art teacher but it's I don't know again there's there's so many different types of artists and even growing up with Tanya's studio, all the other um, students and stuff that she had, every one of them is different um, in their own way, but some of them definitely can be more, like, similar in ways, and then others are just completely opposite. And it's like, you know, some, we would look at some of each other's art and be like, I just don't like that, or I don't know why you did this, or it's like, well, that's just because I wanted to do this. You know, you always have your reasoning for it and it won't really matter if somebody doesn't understand or someone doesn't like you because as long as you did it for your own personal reason it's all that matters sometimes so yeah I hope that answered your question I feel like I yeah (laughs) no it definitely did no for sure um no I liked your whole you know like each teacher has like a different kind of um way of relating to you and whether it's just not relating at all or if it's you know somewhat or but like how they how they face that subjectivity because they could have just you know like some of them just said like oh this is my view and this is the right view and like I'm gonna give you a C for it you know because they have that power they have that power over that uh, I don't know way that you view it and I think that's so like impactful in like a student teacher relationship is you know how they they face those 
those subjective views that they have and if they can kind of push those away and be like you know the student put in a lot of work and they have you know reasons behind what they did that are justifiable and they can yeah. you know stand here and tell me why and I think that's how like the objective experience kind of comes into play too but I like how they also uh, mentioned that you know they are subjective like oh I don't like this but can you tell me the objective um, yeah. kind of experience of it which is separated from emotion separated from their view um, exactly. so did you did you feel like you ever had like uh, a specific teacher and student like experience with like a subjective response like did they ever say um, things that were so inherently subjective like in their response to your art something that was like their own partic- their own particular view looking at my art yeah in, like a con in a com- like a conflicting way yeah like in a in a way that like they showed you their subjective experience with it like their views on it got you i yeah no one specifically the one that i actually got the c on the only reason why he gave me the c is because the the project that i actually made was really like i would say i was i was really proud of it It was really great and i did it like exactly how the assignment said it all that stuff but he said he gave me a c because i didn't it was a sculpture piece made out of styrofoam. So he had a particular way that he showed me how to like construct the piece out of the block, but I did my own way. So because I did that, even though I completed the assignment correctly and on time and everything, he gave me the C because I just didn't listen to him. I didn't do it the way he wanted me (laughs) me to do it. And it was like this really strange moment of like, so you're just upset because I didn't, go about creating the piece the way you wanted me to he's like yeah I was like okay (laughs) he was just like he he had a way that he wanted me he like was like here's how you do it here's how you go about it I was like oh that's great but I think I'm just gonna go do it this way he's like okay and then that's just kind of how that that kind of happened um that was kind of a weird I guess subjective way that he was he had his own way of doing it and I just didn't do it so he was like kind of upset yeah, that's, like, that's perfect. That's, like, exactly a dialogue about that because, I mean, he, he seems like a very blunt person about that subject. And I think it's uh, really interesting because even my professor, he's like, you do, you, the reason we do this is, like, you know, of course it's for other people to experience, but in turn, we really, like you said, it's kind of like a therapy. We do it for ourselves. And that's okay because you're the one putting the hard work into it. You're the one that's, you know... Um, making this experience come to life so if you're not happy with it then how are other people going to be happy and connect with with it the way that the creator you know did Uh, one other thing that's a little bit more of like the actual piece I was making like the actual material or the subject that was that I was creating I was painting a a figure drawing like a figure portrait of somebody and I had put like she had nails towards her stomach kind of thing and they were like sharp nails and she and I took like red paint and I had like almost like blood dripping from it and my my other mentor at the time was like she was trying to be she was coming by just to check on me like oh that looks good maybe add a little bit more blue maybe add a little bit more green or whatever and she was like you need to you need to fix this part she pointed out the area and she's like this it looks like there's blood dripping. It looks like she's like her fingernails are cutting her skin. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the point. That's why she was like, oh, 
why would you do that? That's not nice. Like she was, so, but she was so genuinely, she was such a nice, sweet little lady. And I was like, it's okay. Like, it, I'm sorry it upsets you, but like, I'm not going to paint over it because I, I meant to do that. She's like, why, why would you do that? And I was like, because it's, I, I don't know. Like, I was like, I was, it's what I wanted to portray. It's all this stuff. And, and she was just so like, oh, okay, I guess if that's what you want, but it just looks really I don't know, it's such a pretty picture, and you, you're you putting that in there. It's like, okay, it's okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it just was one of those things where we just didn't agree on it, but she was still supportive, and I was still, like, sensitive to that and was like, well, this is why I'm doing it. And- right. So um, another question is uh, maybe, like, the reverse of that, which is objectivity. So, like, was there ever a moment in, like, your art education with a teacher or with maybe even another student that you, like, asked for help, uh, maybe that uh, gave you that kind of objective experience, which was, like, a void of emotions, like, more like, oh, this line is, you know, clean or, you know, the, the rubric kind of thing that you were saying, how you did everything to a T, but um, it still was graded as a C, even though you did everything on the rubric, right? Like, was there ever experience where... Uh, you felt like objectivity was present? Yeah, definitely. I would even say the first story was definitely that um, exactly, actually, because it with the styrofoam block, he wanted me to cut the chunk. It was a body, so like I was, I was having to sculpt out a torso. So it was like a man's torso. So I had to, I had to somehow make that out of this, you know, white block of styrofoam. So he suggested that I cut chunks off. I just cut into it and just do like straight line chunks out and then shave it down. But I wanted to just shave it down all the way. So I just wanted to sit there and shave at it and mold it into the torso. And Mm -hmm. he just wanted me to just cut all those parts off first and then do it. So it was just like this weird, like two different processes that he, he thought I needed to do it that way. And I was like, well, I'd rather just come at it smooth and shave it make it out of it without chunking it in case I go too far or if I like you know make his waist too small or something I won't be able to change that so it was just what I would say that was definitely more objective but another situation I could think of was um another teacher of mine didn't understand why I decided to put staples in one of my drawings mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I had drew I had drawn this whole pin drawing of myself and I wanted to add something a little different to it in the corners like I had to put the paper on like a border so I thought instead of just like gluing it or taping it I want to use my red staples I had like a red staple stapler yeah so I wanted it would it wouldn't be like the normal silver staples it'd be like these little red staples and I was I did it all intricately in this weird way and Hmm. he looked at it and he was like what, but why, Miranda, why would you put staples on it? And I was like, because that's like, it's kind of, I've been stapling a lot of stuff. I just, I think I like to use mixed media. It's just a way of me kind of making things a little bit more interesting. He was like, I just don't get why you would put staples in your art. Like, <laughs> because I'm a weird girl. I'm just a weird person. Sometimes I just wanted to express myself besides just a drawing like I can draw anything with pens and pencils and stuff but like sometimes I like to use mixed media and and all that so that was just I guess that was a way of something that was actually the process like 
it wasn't even like the subject. It was just the way that I went about making the piece that he just did not understand. Right, right. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, in the process, I think, uh, like the whole, like, rubric thing, I think that's a a cool way to think about uh, objectivity and how they kind of, I feel like they probably go back to that rubric and are like, did I ask them to do that? Did I ask them to put in mixed media and stuff and uh-huh. certain aspects? And they kind of put their own subjective uh, view onto it with the whole objective rubric. So, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing that I guess I learned from what you just said was that like teachers can put their subjective experience on the objective kind of grading scale and the rubric that they give for each like project you know, um, so that's interesting, um, but, um, another question is maybe, like, how did you experience the subjectivity slash objectivity in the art classroom versus, like, the real world, so when you got out of school, when you started doing your own, uh, work and in ways that, like, were independent, you didn't have to, you know, seek other people's, you know, approval or a grade or anything, and it was just, like, you and the artistic process, like, did you feel like subjectivity affected you differently in the classroom than it did in the real world? Like whenever you maybe go to like art shows and things like that. Yeah. People, well, it's obviously really different because people are just into anything. I mean, the kind of, the kind of places that I surrounded myself with, like the art shows and things like that, that I did, everyone is just out there and does their own thing. And even if people don't get it, they're not so quick to, judge I guess I guess I haven't really come across I'm trying to think on with my head because I feel like I've had so many every show I've done everyone's been super supportive and loves it and I don't really I haven't come across like a standout situation where someone's been as critical of my subject matter as my teachers because I'm trying to think like uh, um so you think the experience is maybe like they're more open-minded about it? Maybe maybe yes. even because like maybe there's not like an inherent oh I have to grade this like there's yes. like a, there's an ending result of I have to give this person a grade on what they did so I have to understand but it's more like seeking yes. understanding from like inspiration you know like yes. like I I'm inspired by this artist you know why did you do this so yeah exactly well actually I, and I just remembered there there was a lady in um, Arkansas I my first, it was actually my first ever art show I took a lot of my figure drawings so a lot of those were from like the nude figure drawing classes I did at school so obviously they're like women that are nude so it's you know you can see everything and they're posing and all that <laughs> stuff so I would have a lot of those drawings at that show And this woman came up to me and she just looks at everything and she was like, you seem to really like breasts a lot. And and it wasn't a compliment. It wasn't a good thing. She was very like upset about it. She's like, why? Why? I'm like, well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with a female body. And I'm very proud to be a female. Like, you know, it's like, I love women. Women are great. And I feel like we should embrace our bodies and minds way more and put it into art because we are art pieces and all that stuff. And, but it was also like, well, a lot of these I'm just really proud of, too, because they're from my figure drawing classes from school. And, you know, I took I took so much time into them. So I was, like, happy to show them. But she was definitely, like, just didn't like that I had so many, like, nude portraits of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just was like, 
I just don't like, and they even, I had like a, a romper kind of thing on with no sleeves and another late, I think one of her friends came up and she tried to pull my shirt up. She was like, oh, sweetheart. And I was like, what? <laughs> you don't get to come over here and censor me all of a sudden. It was just very, that was probably the only time. And that was definitely in Arkansas. So once yeah. I got to Dallas, things were a lot different. And I actually went to like these, um, these art shows that had more like performing artists and makeup artists and fashion artists. So the world was way more, a much different scene. So in every, you know, I feel like they're like, where are the boobs? Where is everything? Like, you need more, you need more blood, you need more things. Tell me more. So, um, I think it, it, it also was location for me and just the, the people the the viewers that, that were all, um, different subjectivity situations if you will (laughs) yeah no that's that's actually really an aspect I didn't think of in this study and I feel like that would have been cool to further you know talk about because I didn't realize that you know environment and culture is such a, a powerful thing that affects people the way they think about things the way they take in information and their impressions on things and I think it's just because I haven't had that you know uh level of experience where I travel and you know show people you know have that vulnerability where I show people of different like states and different cultures and stuff my my work and I think that's something that I'm really looking forward to too is to to see different viewpoints from different um cultures and stuff and different and a girl I haven't even been into New York yet so or LA or anything I mean I'm still in Texas so like it's still different it's still you know I think I'd had a couple I'm trying to think now of like any situations that my subject matter might have caused a reaction that was negative or positive. Just the the portrait of myself where I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Um, people yeah. love people either really really love that one and like go right to like oh that's so cool or they like want to ask me all these questions and be like what is this what it's about like are you okay like all this stuff. It's, like, <laughs> oh. it's just one of those things where it's like you capture that moment and kind of put it away in a way and every time I look at it it's like yeah I know I can that can become a a reality for me but kind of growing from that and just leaving it there sometimes is where I made that piece so I feel like there I feel like occasionally people will just be very like very curious of why I made something like you were saying earlier it's like the constructive like oh why did you do this I'm just curious versus like why would you do that like <laughs> right it's so weird you know it, it's yeah. definitely that's probably all I ever get anymore about my subject matter is just people being genuinely curious of why I would decide to do that and then they're like okay cool like once I explain it they're like that's awesome yeah. so yeah yeah well that's that's cool that you said like you know every time I just kind of got this idea that like every time you look at like a painting and people ask you questions about it like you get to kind of explore your painting in itself over and over again and like I feel like that that's cool to to maybe like gain more perspective on like why you did something or something you may not have noticed that you did maybe just subconsciously you know and I think that's like really cool how you know even in art shows like the artists are there like you know you're there to present your work and you know people are going to have reactions to it you know subjectively a lot of the time and mm-hmm. you know it's like something that like you take one thing at a time but I feel like that it's really cool that you get to like learn something new about your own paintings every single time or own artwork yeah totally 
definitely is a lot of learning. It, it definitely is that way every time. And every time I look at things, every time I look at my artwork, that is more subject matter because my abstracts are more just, you know, pretty and fun to do. But like my actual, like the actual figure drawings or, or still lifes or anything like that definitely have different emotions for me every time I see it, learn different things. And I learn so much from what other people see in my art too. That's why it's like so much fun to go to art shows because they might and they might get me to think about something I didn't even think about when I made it. Like, oh, that's so cool. I, I guess I totally would have made that piece because of that reason, but I didn't realize it till they said it. Like, oh, this reminds me of this, or this is, you know, inspiring them to do that. It's like, oh, that's so cool. I, wouldn't, I didn't even think about that, you know? Like, some people have different reactions to it than I do, and I love it. I'm like, that's great. I'm mm-hmm. happy you saw that. Like, <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um, another thing is like, do you think like subjectivity and the objectivity, um, in your art experience affects like the process that you go about when like creating your artifacts? Do you ever like second guess your choices kind of thing based on like what you think other people will see? Yeah. I mean, kind of, but I don't really worry about it anymore. Just at the moment that that was a situation that I was like, I had to, just take it for what it was. But even like the lady that was like use, because for me it was those figure drawings and stuff were just because I thought that they were beautiful pictures and I went to school and we had nude models come in for classes. And so we did a lot of that stuff and I got to know a lot of those models and stuff. So it was like very personal art for me. And then just for that lady to be like, you just seem to like boobs a lot. And, and I was like, you know what? It's cool. I Boobs are fine. Like, I don't know why anyone wouldn't be fine with them. They feed children. Like, they're there. Like, right. I don't know what. Like, so ever since, I think that's when I knew that it didn't matter. Even if people completely go on a tangent of their own personal views and stuff, then that's fine. It's whatever. Like, you're allowed to have your opinions about stuff. But that's that's kind of just the risk of being an artist in any way you know people it's just gonna be interpreted inter interpreted by so many people that are all different so you just can't worry yourself that some one person's gonna take one little tangent out of it like so I I would say that I don't I really don't anymore I just kind of go with what I feel is right no that's that's, that's I don't worry about it yeah no honestly because I feel like decisions made by yourself and you know trusting your gut is like a really important thing as an artist as well so I think that's cool that you've learned that through the the real world experiences and even the classroom experiences that you've had um so let's see is there like a difference between the mindset that you hold when like creating art in the real world now versus when you created it in like the educational world um well well School gave me the mindset of how to stay on a schedule, how to how to follow a rubric, how to follow a syllabus. Mm-hmm. And then the real world is more like, what do I, what are my goals? What's going to make me happy? What's going to make me feel accomplished? What's going to, what ideas do I have? How can I construct them so that they're still done in a professional way? And I'm still figuring that out. But I yeah. would say that it's just... A mindset in school was an accomplishment to finish a schedule. A mindset in the real world, the work world, is to do things, is to accomplish things that make me happy. Yeah, I would say that's how how art has changed for me. Art is a means of of being happy and feeling 
self-value rather than school was feeling happy because I got something down because it's like a degree it's a grade it's like I you know I accomplished a, a goal for for that they set for me but now it's like I have to accomplish goals that I set for myself for sure that makes sense yeah do you think the which one do you think was better for your process definitely I mean honestly I think I prefer the real world I think I'd rather be where I'm at now than be back in school because I'm pretty happy with what I accomplished there and I think I learned all those things I learned from those teachers and situations I've I've learned them and I can take them into my life now so I'm happy to just be here setting my own goals, trying to inspire myself because I don't want to have to rely on anybody else to give me my dreams and goals. So yeah. Yeah. I would say also just because of that, like another wisdom is just keep keep wanting to learn. You always will. You don't need a syllabus or a rubric or assignment to to give you a reason to want to learn. Like you'll just always be open to that. I feel like a lot of that is just don't be, don't be stubborn because I feel like I, I even had situations where I was very stubborn as an artist with my teachers or even in any, like a bunch of other life stuff, like just always being open to hearing what other people have to say and what other ideas are out there. And the more you know about other things, the more you can know about yourself. I guess I would say it's like, And taking that even as an artist, like there can be different ways of expressing myself that other people do that I've never done or never thought of. And that's cool. Like just because it's not my original way of doing it doesn't mean that that's not something valuable that you can learn from. Even if you don't entirely agree with everybody else, like that's okay. That's just the best thing about growing up in life is just you're always going to learn but you have to be open to that because there's so many people I've been around that just do not want to learn anything yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear anybody else it's like yeah and it's like it's, it's cool like have your own beliefs it's okay to be protective of yourself but like also just be open to hearing people out and, and even just keeping it as simple as artists like hearing how other people make art how other things like that work other practices other mediums other ways of making this thing is so cool it's like there's so many possibilities and you could you could learn something that you might really like to do and that's just like the best part about it so yeah so yeah no yeah exactly I agree with with pretty much everything you just said and I I feel like it's something you can definitely continue to like explore um as like a human being and like how we are always growing like you said and like learning from those things Exactly. So do you do you have anything right now that you're excited about, like working on right now that you want to share or anything? Well, your family, your awesome family got me a canvas and some oh, oil paintings, or oil paints for my birthday. So I have so many things written down. Like I have a list <laughs> on my desk of things I want to do. Um, like keychain things and definitely family and friends and all of that are the big part of that inspiration for me tenfold like and of course my own interests like I have artists and you know celebrities and um, things like that that I love that I that inspire me to make art but my family especially inspires me to just want to make them art make them into art like you know anything like that is just 
even just them supporting me, it's like I want to make them something just because they've been so supportive all these years. <laughs> for me being an artist, I just want to show them that, like, this is what I really love. Thank you for letting me love this. So, no, that, that, that it really makes sense that, like, the ones that you love, the ones that truly, like, know you as, like, a human and, like, where your your passions lie and they want you to experience those things, it's, like, where that inspiration comes from. And that's cool that you, you think of it that way. It's really yeah. awesome. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for, you know, talking with me tonight and discussing this whole idea of objectivity, subjectivity, and I think it's such a really um, interesting thing to think about and, and the whole art aspect and, and even design for me right now. It's such a prevalent thing with reviewers coming at me and you know telling me you know certain things about my work and all that I think yeah. it's, it's something that will never go away because we all have our our experiences that we go into viewing art on buildings and on the sidewalks on in homes and things like that so exactly yeah, I think it's, it's totally yeah I think it's awesome that we had like a dialogue about it because I think it's an important thing to to be aware of and I'm glad I was able to gain your wisdom and you know hear about your experiences with it Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you for wanting to talk to me about it and all that stuff. It's been really exciting to get to sit down and talk to you about stuff. So I was like, oh, I need to, I'm so excited. Like, I get to talk to Maddie. I just saw you. And I was like, yay, I get to talk to you more. Now I'm going to tell, like, everyone, grandma and grandpa and mama are going to be like, what? That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful that you even wanted to just do this, so. Yeah, no, thank you so much. It, it really means a lot to, to hear more about your experiences because it's, it's wisdom. Like, you know, you've had so many experiences and I just, I feel like it's important to hear others out. And like you said, you know, just listen to others and, you know, gain the knowledge. And I've, yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot from this talk. So thank you. Of course, Maddie. Awesome. No problem. Love you. Okay. Love you too. Okay. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.